Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, I'm Allie, and this is Find Your Joy, and today's guest, we have Allie Bierman, another Allie, and I am so excited to chat. Allie is an ordained metaphysical minister. She is an author of 13 number one best-selling books, and she's here to talk to us about how life is a choice and choose to see the blessings. Hi, Allie. Hey, Allie. It's so lovely to be connecting. It is. It's wonderful. How are you doing today? Oh, excellent. That's a choice. That you is know, a- I can tell myself I feel great or I can tell myself mm, and I'll be. Uh. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> so that probably didn't did or well, I shouldn't say it probably didn't. But I'm wondering if um, how did you get there? How did you get to the place where you were able to see things as a blessing? Well, 25 years ago, when I was working in crisis care as a psychotherapist, I was attacked. I had a really, really bad brain injury. And it, you know, it took three years just to come out of that. But right up front, I realized nothing's an accident. Everything happens for me and not to me. And I have a choice and I can look and I can find the gifts. And man, I just did a whole talk yesterday on all the gifts the universe had been telling me and whispering and nudging me that I was ignoring. And when I was in the rehab center, the psychologist said the only people he ever saw heal were the people who saw the gifts. So at that time, I started my first newsletters 25 years ago. It was wow. called Getting Unstuck. Getting unstuck. Oh, I love that. So what, so your newsletter, who who are your recipients and what kinds of things did you talk about? I had, I was always interested in health and wellness and I just knew a lot because the universe gave me those gifts. And back at that time, you know, we didn't have Facebook and all, there are these list or boards, whatever they were. And I was a major contributor in there. And people were so enamored of what I was sharing. They were calling me Doc Alley. And I said, you know what, I'm going to start a newsletter. And instantly 100 people signed up. It's like, okay. And it was really cool because every place I went, people were calling me Doc Alley. <laughs> How do you which Doc Alley or Back Alley? Doc Alley. Doc, Doc DLC. Alley, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. And so from there, so you started as a phys- uh, a psychotherapist. And th- then you have this brain injury happens. You're a, so that I'm guessing that there is, you know, there was trauma, f- the actual physical trauma, and then the trauma of being attacked, which is a can be a pretty scary event. 
And somehow you came out of that, created a wonderful uh, a newsletter, and then you started down a path to what? Next, you, you became a medical, physical uh, minister. And, and how, how did you get there? Well, I had been a writer all of my life. And I also am a specialized kinesiologist. So the gift was I was taken out of talk therapy and into the world of energy. And I learned all these modalities. And the universe showed me how to put them all together. And I also knew that I felt connected like a metaphysical minister because I don't believe in religion. I believe there's a higher power. So when the universe led me to the um, ability to become an ordained metaphysical minister, I jumped on it because I know everything I do is coming from a spiritual I don't know, nudge, power that's driving everything in me. And in my podcast, Let's Get Metaphysical, Connecting Heart and Mind, that's what it's all about. What's driving your behaviors? What's driving your choices? It's not something that's tangible that you can see and do. So I don't always tell people I'm a minister, but that's where I'm coming from. That's how I live my life. That's how I do all my work. And when I write a book, I don't write the book. I'm an artist and a musician, a composer. I don't do any of that. Universe does it through me. Beautiful. So what was your first book you wrote? Actually, I wrote my first book when I was eight. <laughs> it was, I it love was, that. Yeah, it was pretty silly. It was about three rabbits called Hop, 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 and Hop, Hop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> But I also wrote my first song then, and I used songs to teach and also to get me through crises. So I wrote a pretty heavy song that I've actually never shared with anybody because my dad died unexpectedly when I was eight. Mm. So I've always been in this world, and I was looking up at the sky one day, and I saw this silver I don't know what came out of nowhere went back to nowhere and I knew I knew that was my dad so I was already on that path I was looking for things I was aware that I knew things and that was 1950s you didn't talk about stuff like that back then right when Shirley MacLaine wrote her book out on a limb I could finally realize I'm not weird There are other people like me. So I've always paid attention to the spiritual, the feelings and acted on the feelings. Yes. Beautiful. Often they feel for me, like um, I call them knowings or gentle whispers or just invitations. Yeah. yeah. Something that just comes into our heart and it just lets us, it just pulls us. invites us i guess i guess i would say do you ever experience i'll be with somebody i might be working on them or i might be with a friend and these words come out of my mouth and i say that didn't come from me that just came through me it was a message for you yeah is that yeah you have that too yeah it's a beautiful thing i i i um actually in my book i talk about it a lot because it's been part of my path as well right i i 
I didn't always know what it was called. I've tried to name it several times, right? I mean, I might have called it the prophetic or I might have called it psychic or intuitive. When I was a little girl, I didn't really call it anything. It just was. And I just listened to it and I felt safe with it. As I got older and tried to name it, that became a little bit awkward for me because I quite often then went to what does someone else name it? And that's what I guess I'm going to name it. For me, that became a bit of a stumbling block. But yes, I, I've had some beautiful experiences like that. Can you tell me about any of that you've had that you feel comfortable sharing? Something that might come to mind that was um, impacted you in some way? Oh, or maybe another person. There's probably yeah. many. If you could keep it down to the first hundred. <laughs> the, uh, I worked for a couple of years with a young man who had a, a lot of uh, problems in his life. And he actually had a stroke. I went brain dead because of where the stroke was. He was just 31. Oh, man. And... Uh, his mom was a good friend of mine and you can imagine she's having a hard time handling it. And I just, I was in my room and suddenly I felt this beautiful energy come. And I said, is that you, Michael? And the energy confirmed, yes, that's who it was. Wow. And he was coming to me like for love to give him the boost to be able to go and do what he needed to do. And he then went to his mom who really needed to contact him. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, oh. felt amazing. Yeah. 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 I um I recently had a interesting experience that you know it came very close to. I was actually in the bathtub and I had this strong urge that my daughter was going to die. And so I actually got myself out of the tub, went to her, woke her up. She had shortness of breath and blue lips. Um, it's a, it's the I won't, you know, take up this whole time with that story, but the first place that I phoned, the doctor said his last name. And then he said, um, is it okay if I just say Bruce? Because his name was going to be hard to pronounce. And he said, my first name's Bruce. I said, sure, great. Because then the next place, my daughter ended up, she had two large blood clots in her lung. And she was literally about an hour away from being dead. And um, I'm very grateful to to love to God to all the things that made it possible uh, my daughter's fine now what's interesting was I was actually taken out of a bath with I mean I was trying to ignore that at first taken out of that bath went to see my daughter the first doctor said his name was Bruce my brother who passed his name Bruce and I just I immediately knew that he had somehow made me you know he he got me up and in ICU, when we knew my daughter was going to make it, the doctor there who came in to talk to us about looking into other things to make sure she was going to be okay going forward, her last name was Bruce. And I told her straight out, and here's these scientists, and I'm telling them, well, I was in a bathtub, and then the first doctor, and then the set, and then now you, and that wonderful, she said to me, she said, well, you know, one you might think was coincidence, three in a row, we're going to have to give it a little bit more weight than that. So it was a beautiful experience. So just to throw another Bruce in there, when I had, I had a brain tumor and I had surgery, and 
the doctor, he was rated number one in that particular location tumor. His name is Bruce. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm so glad that he showed up because you're here today. And that's well, no, it was so cool too, because we both lived in Idaho at the time. He was from Brooklyn. I was also from New York, but we both lived in Idaho at the same time. So at the same time, you traveled together just so you could meet up for that. Yeah. It's like those little things that like, I, I, you know, I don't even try to explain them. I'm just grateful for them. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I was looking at, you know, the list of amazing books that you've written. And I am so excited um, that I'll be ordering one for sure right away. And that is Thrive, Don't Just Survive. And I can share that one. <laughs> it is gorgeous. The cover is bright red, inviting. It looks healthy. It looks vibrant. It looks alive. And it makes me just want to ask so many questions. But I really just want to hear a little bit from you about that book. Where did, how did you come to that? I think it's probably where you live your life from. Um, but yes, yeah, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear about it. And I designed the cover myself because I'm an artist too. Oh, uh, beautiful. When, as you mentioned, three, when three different people tell me something. So when I was on my healing journey, when I had the brain surgery, I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk, I couldn't swallow, I choke. I wow. still have a hard time with most of that. However, that was seven years ago. No, that was 10 years ago. And so three different people, two of them being some of the therapists I worked with and one being a friend said, you should write a book about your experiences because I was healing really fast. And that's what I did. So I wrote the book. I told about since I had two different brain injuries that caused two different things in my life. And I talked about this is how I got through it. This is what I did. This is what I know about you and your world. And you can take the power in your own hands because everything and every moment of life is a choice. And it's your choice. Nobody does your thoughts. Nobody does your feelings. Nobody does your actions. They're your choice. Yes. And you can choose to heal because healing doesn't always mean you get to be how you used to be. Whoa. It means accepting where you are now and moving forward because really? the universe, like I said, it's not doing it to you. It's doing it for you. So people were saying I was like their example. And yeah, you can do it, too, because <laughs> that wasn't easy. And I know there are people who have a whole lot more challenging uh, lives than I do. And the universe never gives us anything we can't handle. That's what gets me through everything. And in the worst moments, I always say, this too shall pass. Mm. That's powerful. The, two, the, the, the This is not being done to me. It's being done for me that is a game changer, right? That, that one sentence that it's been done for me, not to me, can be a shift that is going to really be helpful to so many people. Because sometimes, for sure, it feels like it, right? I mean, I'm, you're proof, I'm, you know, living with a brain injury or PTSD or a multitude of things that we've all had trauma, we've all had things that didn't go very well. And to think about that it happened for me, to open up a door to change and to shift. That's brilliant. 
No, I, I, I didn't. I can't take credit for that line, but I do teach that. And I yes. did a talk uh, on the Wisdom App last week explaining all the details of what the universe was doing and putting me through the uh, that brain injury from the attack because I had to drop out of my doctoral program. And the universe kept saying, no, you're not here to be a psychotherapist in mainstream. You're here to do the energy work because I work directly with the subconscious. If you're doing talk therapy, you can only access the conscious mind. Wow. So that wasn't going to make the life changes that I assist people in doing. And it's really fascinating to me that you have the background in psychoanalysis so that you you have that you understand the comparison you understand where that the limitations i'm not i wouldn't suggest that there isn't some good to both but the limitations in 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 talk therapy only right yeah my episode that i'm releasing monday actually addresses that whole story i just shared with you Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad that you shared that with me now, because I think about that. I know that my in my personal life there, I think of it like, I don't know, layers. There's different ways. So I've had talk therapy that was really useful for me and and was helpful. And I, I needed to share that. I needed to get those some of those things out. Some of the deeper levels, the place where I think have brought me some real freedom and hope and and joy uh have been energy work the, a lot of the energy work and i think you know becoming more aware for myself about where i am holding certain things in my body or my mind or my however someone looks at that and there's different layers of it all so what are some of the kinds of energy work that you do with people uh well there are different ways of sending energy. So like your fingers are, this is neutral, plus, minus, plus, minus. The energy on the pads of your fingers is different from the energy on the nails of your fingers. There are different ways you hold your hand and the energy is always going to be different. So the universe tells me what's wrong, where it's wrong, how to send the energy there because the blocks, they don't just happen in one place. They happen in your organs, your glands, your chakras, which are not just in your body, your meridians and your energy bodies. And you're not going to be able to figure that out. That's why if you talk with spirit, it tells you, oh, it's this and it's that. And it's always a combination. And I usually assess you would be one and a half to three hours to get everything in there. And then spirit says, okay, we're done. We've cleared out everything we need to today. Wow. And you're not coming from up here trying to fix plus right. everything has a priority. Man, if you don't clear that priority, if you got somebody and they say, what do you want to work on first? And it's not priority. It's going to come back. There are yeah. just all these things that I share. And that's why I'm writing um, my new book about how I work and why I work differently from others and why I get results other people don't get. And that's because things that we just don't know. It's like you go to a chiropractor and they say, oh, the reason you have this issue is because of the uh, misalignment in your spine. That's not a cause. That's a symptom. 
the cause is always uh, what I was talking about, organs, gland, chakras, um, energy bodies. Wow. That, and that's very interesting. And that, and that makes a lot of sense. It's the symptom like anything else, right? We see this, you know, depression is a symptom. Anxiety is a symptom. A sore arm is a symptom. I love that. I love that you bring that out and listening to whatever spirit, God, universe, whatever a person connects to, whatever is their way to get to that. Um, it's a beautiful thing because you don't have, you're not confined to your own ideas, guessing, wondering what's going on. You're, you're a conduit. Yeah. And it's when my mom was in hospice and she was in a coma most of the time and she wouldn't leave and she wouldn't leave and she wouldn't leave. And the work I do, you can surrogate. So my daughter was there and she had done the surrogate work for my mom previously. So we used her as a surrogate and clear out. My mom had stuff in her light bodies, like way out there and in her chakras. We cleared all of it out and she was able to leave the next day. That's how important that stuff is. Wow. You don't want to carry it from lifetime to lifetime. Right, right. That's amazing to me. That's uh, and, and and just the whole the whole um, way that you've you've gone, just the different shifts that you've done, and the way that you've had these different traumas and different careers, and somehow you've taken. It seems like you've just really found a way to blend them all together, like they're one great yeah. big beautiful bow now that shines and just exudes light and love and healing and joy and peace it's it's really beautiful i love it's like you had mentioned about awareness so i get more i'm 70 so i have a lot of experience and i can look back and see oh that's what the universe was showing me that was the direction for me to take so i could learn this and i could switch from being that way to this way and that's where i am now to be able to support people where they are in a way with a whole lot more clarity. Wow. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure you hear this a lot. I mean, it surprised me that you said you're 70. I, 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 that surprised me. Um, but what does 70 look like anyway? So yeah. I try, I try to, I try to remember that, right. I'm 62. So I try to remember, I don't know, what does anything look like? Yeah. But I just, I, I guess I want to say thank you because um, aside from being willing and so generous with your time to come on the show, but thank you because you're a person who has taken trauma and tragedy and pain and all of these things. And you didn't just not give up for you because you've chosen to give that away. So thank you. Thank you that when you had your first attack and your brain injury, you didn't stop. And thank you that when you had a, uh, a tumor in your brain, you didn't stop. And I don't mean didn't stop as in chose to not die <laughs> from here. I mean, all of those things. I know from personal experience, a brain injury can, it, it suggests to us every day that we should curl in a ball 
and just not do much. There's, there's, there's a place that it becomes very difficult when it's hard to walk or talk. It's, um, I know because I've been in brain injury support programs where um, there are people that it was too difficult for them to continue on, right? So their, their story is different for now. You, you know, in, in time, I really hope that someone who didn't, but you're just a person with so much fight in you, but you fight from a place of love and, and it's really quite beautiful. And I, um, so thank you for that because you've just been a, an accumulator of knowledge and, and of healing and uh, methodologies to bring healing to so many people. And then, um, you know, sitting with you, it just, I'm, I'm like, I don't know, your sweet, kind, peaceful, uh, gentle demeanor and inside uh, is a lioness. That, that's what, you know, I'm, I have this thing that I do with people, right? When I look at you, I see. So when I look at you, I see um, a lioness, a giant, um, a leader, a person. I see you with like a machete going through jungles, things that would, you're, you're the first through. And even though you have blood dripping down you because vines have tangled around you, you have a machete and you're cutting through and you're making sure that other people have a pathway. And that's what I see when I look at you, a powerhouse. And it's wrapped into this beautiful, gentle, kind, inviting, gracious package. So love is all there is that matters in the world. Love is what changes the world. Yes. And people who think Neither the monk who's meditating on the mountaintop, sending love for the world is a waste of time. No, they're the ones making the change. Yeah. And we do our part too. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm I'm looking. I'm realizing. Oh my goodness, I I still I. But wait, there's more. I need to know more. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you so much for being so generous with your time, and um, I, I I'm just really grateful that you came to be on my show today. I, I I'm I'm grateful that I met you. And um, oh, me too. Yeah, and so um. Oh, yes, there's a show going on. I better make sure that people know how to get a hold of you. So, yes. Allie Behrman, will you please let people know? Because I know they're going to really want to get a hold of you. Please let them know how they'll do that. If they go to my uh, podcast site, it's Let's Get Metaphysical Show. Dot com, and you'll find a way to contact me. You can find all the episodes to my show, both video and audio, and that's a good way to get a total picture. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. So everyone, you heard it. Let's get metaphysical. I love that name. And uh, go and find out more about all that Ali has to offer. She's an amazing gift and a treasure to us all. Ali Bierman, Thank you so much for being uh, with us today. And uh, everyone, find your joy. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. Find your joy.